0: that is why Facebook is about to launch their token because they know this. And the question is, will it be transparent? Will it, you know, be, will it have integrity? You know, it, it really can't because Facebook doesn't have integrity. Facebook is, you know, closed source. They don't tell you what's going on with their algorithms or with the surveillance. And so the chances of them, you know, coming up with some, uh, fully ethical crypto is highly unlikely you're
1: listening to my guest today bill ottman the ceo and co-founder of minds.com we talk about his platform social media and cryptocurrency and how facebook is coming into the game on this week's Stash my crypto let's go Hey there, crypto friends! Thanks again for joining me for another episode of the Stash My Crypto podcast. Today I have my special guest, Bill Ottman from Minds.com on the channel. Hey, Bill, how's it going?
0: Hey, thanks for having me, man.
1: Yeah, no problem. You know, I'm actually really excited to talk about this because I've actually been a Minds subscriber since last year in June, so almost a year now. I haven't been posting as much recently, but I was definitely very active there when I when I first got onto it. And I love what you guys are doing. So um... nice.
0: What's your username?
1: Uh, it's at CryptoStash, so
0: of course. <laughs> nice. All right, I'll find you.
1: Yeah. Um, so, you know, why don't you start off a little bit uh, by telling everybody, um, you know, who, uh, who you are, what you've been, you know, what you've done here and why you've created Mines.
0: Sure. So I'm Bill. I'm a co-founder of Mines, Mines.com um, or App Stores. Well, we're actually, I think we're going to get back on Google Play soon. But nice. App Stores are particularly troublesome with regards to crypto um so some of you know like the apple app store actually won't allow the crypto functionality into our app but you can get the app there so yeah but for anyone who doesn't know minds is a open source social networking platform fully integrated with crypto so you earn tokens Minds tokens for your contributions every day we're basically airdropping the whole community based and based on the engagement you receive Upvotes, shares um Referrals, number of other factors. You, you know, basically your contribution relative to the contribution of the whole community determines your daily reward. And for one token, you can get a thousand impressions when you use it to boost on the network. So, um, it's gra- it's pegged to those impressions. Essentially, hmm. that's the, that's the the core uh, value of it. You can also send it to other users to tip or even subscribe to them monthly. So you can earn them. You can also buy them at mines.com slash token, but we didn't do like any sort of a a flash sale or anything. It's 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 like our our, all of our revenue is coming from tokens and you use the tokens to access the products on mines.
1: Yeah. So a lot of utility right there. It's a utility token very very specifically. I love it.
0: And what else can I say? I mean, we're just, you know, obsessed with transparency, privacy. Um, you know, moving towards decentralization. We're, we're not fully decentralized uh, at all yet, but we are working on it. And um, we use the Ethereum blockchain, it's an ERC20 token. We have an on-chain, off-chain hybrid. So basically you can boost and wire other users on-chain, but you can also do it off-chain. And we do that just to help with user experience. Um, and we, we try to educate people to interact on-chain with MetaMask and whatnot. But, you know, you can't force it. And this is uh, this is new for a lot of people. And we we do have, you know, hundreds of thousands of people with tokens and, um, you know, tons of transactions happening both on chain and off chain. So it it is, I think, helping um, expose social media users to crypto. And I think social media is actually a great way to uh, get more mass adoption.
1: Yeah, no, I actually really agree. You know, when you look at, um, you know, the the types of things that average people are using online right social media is one of the most popular people are are on their favorite social media sites a lot, uh, many many hours per day Sometimes people a little bit too much, but uh, in general, you know, I think that that's a great avenue, right, to to really interject what we're doing here in cryptocurrency. And and we've seen some some larger players wanting to get in this, um, you know, but I think that, you know, uh, projects like yours that are specifically focused on this aspect and not just trying to tack it on as a like, oh, well, what do we do now? We're in hot water right Uh, (laughs) i wonder who you're talking about (laughs) i'm not gonna name names we'll say but you know maybe somebody that uh hasn't been so great with your privacy and and the security of your information on their network uh otherwise known as
0: the f word
1: yeah yeah that's the f word for sure man uh so you know i I actually really appreciate and i think that that's something that hopefully a lot of people can now that we've i think we've we've kind of opened this pandora's box now with with like People were using you know like these social media platforms, and I don't think they really realized how much of their data was being aggregated and sold for you know without them getting a cut without them knowing where it's going without who who they know is actually getting that and I think that that you know some of the recent problems we've had with that here in the last couple of years, I think people have been a little bit more aware now what would you say that's kind of the case?
0: yeah, for sure, I yeah. think that you know there's still a, a pretty high degree of apathy, but that's that's only because there's not many alternatives. And I think once people right. realize that there are alternatives and, you know, the alternatives have a responsibility to be competitive with regards to, you know, functionality and being mm-hmm. really good. And it's just, you know, it's taking us time to, to catch up. They have thousands mm-hmm. of developers and billions of dollars. So, um, you know, it's not easy to keep up, but at the same time, we are gaining on them mm-hmm. and people are also, starting to be willing to to make some sacrifices you know maybe um you will choose freedom over you know the most convenience if it if it rewards you and benefits you enough
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's kind of how you guys have minds.com set up right i mean it's really centralized around um you know gaining value in some sort of way through the content that you're contributing versus just give us your content we'll let you use our platform for free
0: for sure, and we don't even require personal information. In fact, you know, I would you know don't give it to us. Um, but you know, Facebook requires your real you to use your real name. Um, they're following you around everywhere. We're working on more consent based targeting, and you know, th- th- there are benefits you can get from you know. Sharing information in certain regards, but it just needs mm-hmm. to be fully up to the user to decide, not right. you know just by default being spied on and having no way to opt out.
1: Yeah, exactly. Be, being a core part of their actual program and what they're doing and their and their business model, I think that that's the one of the biggest things. That, you know, I, I highlighted that on my news uh, segment the other day, and you know when you talk about it, you know a lot of these social media sites, they're not really in the business of connecting people and giving you a great social um experience they only give you that because of what they can get in return which is your data to sell to people and that's how they make money i mean ads and stuff that you see in the web on their on their platform are are definitely you know um revenue generating but the the majority of it really comes down to data data aggregation and and selling those things to your platform so you know my my stance is that just like yours is, you know, it should be an opt-in thing. You shouldn't just defaultly take that data from me. Uh, give me something in return. Incentivize me to share that data back with you. And then you, then I know at least what I'm getting into. And I'm getting a little a piece of that back, you know?
0: Yeah, I think that that is why Facebook is about to launch their token. Yeah. Because they know this. And the question is, will it be transparent? Will it, you know, be... Will it have integrity? You know, it, it really can't because Facebook doesn't have integrity. Facebook is, you know, closed source. They don't tell you what's going on with their algorithms or with the surveillance. And so the chances of them, you know, coming up with some uh, fully ethical crypto is highly unlikely. Yeah. Though, you know, if they do, cool, but it still won't make the platform itself ethical.
1: Yeah. No, I, I totally agree with that. And you know when when you look at it in contrast to uh, to Minds, you know you guys are kind of taking the anti step to that or like you know the 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 stark contrast to what they're doing with your platform, right?
0: That's the thing. Just do everything the opposite that they do and people will <laughs> and people will come.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then so, you know, thinking about the people coming like well, how how many daily active users do you guys see on com? How many daily active people?
0: Um, daily is probably like Thousand, um, I think it's around like 200 monthly. We got like 1.75 million registered, um, but it's growing steadily. And we're working on retention features to keep people engaged. So basically, you know, the in, in incentivizing that with tokens, so right. being being rewarded for being a an active user. Mm-hmm. And you know, you do have to be careful of that, like you mentioned, with you know potential feeding addictions. Um, but Hey, look, it's better than not getting rewarded at all and and getting surveilled for nothing. So, um, you know, the numbers are, are definitely the, even though we're a fraction of the size of these big networks, normal content creators get better engagement on lines because the hardcore community is super active. Right? So if you, you know, you could be on Twitter and have a hundred followers for five years and never grow Because you just can't, there's no way to boost your content without paying you. um, There's no, there's just no access out out of your little um, immediate community. And so we provide this like amplification tool to you earn the tokens. You can boost your photo, more people will see it. And so creators are, are getting thousands of followers easier on minds than on Facebook and Twitter so and as we're growing that's getting more and more easier which um, it's, it's pretty crazy that that's the state of things but I mean posting on Facebook it doesn't even matter if you have a million followers on Facebook you you reach we, we have a page with a million followers on Facebook and you could post and get like 10 likes because the yeah. algorithm is such a joke now
1: right no they've definitely skewed it to where you need to pay for an ad to be able to get the kind of results that you would expect and just Mm -hmm. having a bunch of followers doesn't really do that but right. then, you know, but there's no way to generate money through Facebook either in that kind of respect. And so, you know, using a platform like Mines, I can go on and I can generate some some, you know, in currency or in app currency to be able to then boost my post later on. And so I think yep. that's, you know, that's a big difference I see here. And, you know, you see this on some other social networking sites that are kind of cryptocurrency focused. Um, but I really love what you guys are doing here and how you take a very, um, you know, censorship resistant approach as well. And so mm-hmm. you guys are, are, are all about, um, you know, freedom of expression, I think, you know, when you go on there and you scroll, like do the browse feature and you're looking through through everything um, that's going on there, you know, you see a very wide variety of opinions and what people are posting. And I, I feel like that's really interesting to see. And you just don't get that with a lot of other social media. They become like these echo chambers. Right. I think that's a lot of what we see here on on typical social media sites.
0: Yeah, it's totally politicized. The content policy is inherently political based mm-hmm. on you know what they allow and what they don't allow and that it keeps getting worse i mean just when you think it can't get worse then they ban a whole new crew of, of people and it's just like wow i thought that guy was just you know he, he was he had an opinion but it, you know right. since when is that not okay right um and, and and to be honest even if even if people are offensive you know that sucks no one likes to be offended But the reality is that censoring those people is going to make their opinions get more extreme. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so they're not even looking at it from a a perspective of, of data and human behavior where they're, you know, actually making the problem worse by doing this. They're acting like, oh, we're the, you know, moral police. Yeah. But, but. Their actions are literally what's causing the internet to go insane right now. So, <laughs> right, it's well, twisted. You, you
1: essentially make martyrs of these people and they say, "Look, I'm being centered. I can't believe this." You know, and it just it just snowballs into into this effect to make things you know uh, even more polarized. I feel and yep. we, we've gotten to this day and age, I think, where yeah having an opinion that, that you don't that, that someone else doesn't agree with you know is something that is worthy of like being censored for and as much as i don't agree with a lot of people online <laughs> in general a lot of times you know i still respect the fact that they can have an opinion that they can express it in some sort of way i just don't need to support that in general but i think that we're getting to this yeah to this kind of like over policing right
0: yeah and you should have control so that you're only seeing the content that you want to see and you shouldn't right. have to see any you know, explicit stuff, or uh, you know, should, there should be good blocking tools and muting tools. Um, but what I think what people who are quick to jump on the the ban wagon is, you know, they think that they're solving a problem. You right. know, it's the knee jerk reaction. Yeah. Like, okay, that I don't that hurts. You know, that's harsh. Hide it. But mm-hmm. when, but that is not a long term sustainable point of view, if you because, you know, that's what causes radicalization, and and research proves that. So um, we're actually working on a whole de radicalization project to be able to, you know, allow a place uh, platform where all different ideologies can coexist. But at the same time, you know, uh, over time, sort of study do radicalized individuals get worse in a free expression zone or do they, um, and, and, you know, with certain engagement, can you cause de-radicalization to, to occur? I mean, the, 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 the banned people from these networks, you know, some of them, not, not all of them are going to go crazy or, or get radicalized, but you know, some will. And it's, um, it's a tricky scenario because you, yeah. you, really, if you want the internet to become a better place. <laughs> you kind of need all the platforms to get on the same page, right? It's, because otherwise we're working against each other. When one mm-hmm. platform bans, they go to another one and it's this whole like whack-a-mole system between social networks. And so, you know, having some sort of a unified free and open content policy, as long as it's legal, I think that's really important for more networks to be adopting.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think that we we have that kind of you know social media hopping, like oh well I was banned here, so I'm going to go here, and, and then my followers are going to follow me here, and so you know it's it's not like your banning is making it go away from the internet, and I think it it just exacerbates the situation a lot of times and puts people more and more into this echo chamber. Then they get into a smaller, smaller niche where all they're ever seeing is that specific viewpoint. Or those specific opinions, and you know, maybe I'm a dying breed here, man. But in general, I like to see what the other side is up to. When I say the other side, I I really don't take sides in those types of things. But I like Mm -hmm. to see what everybody has and what their opinions are, not just the people who uh, agree with me. And I think we're
0: absolutely we just in general getting to more towards that. Being exposed to things that you disagree with on on a core level is the only way that you can even. Be aware of the problems that exist in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and to be honest, a lot of the you know whether it's a terrorist or a, a, you know member of the KKK or whatnot, a, a large proportion of those people who who eventually leave those organizations do it because they were engaged by humans mm-hmm. on the you know who thought differently, but but engaged them respectfully right. and educated them. Right. That's all it is. Right.
1: And I think the key word that you, you said right there is actually is respectful. And that is in short damn supply when it comes to internet interactions, man. <laughs> I yeah. don't know if you're on other social media networks or, or what, but, you know, I think that we, we're got, we've gotten to this point where you can jump online and you can, you know, toss a cartoon avatar up and go and spew as much, you know, hate and, and as much, you know, misinformation and just general trolliness. Uh, wherever you want, because for whatever reason, some people really just get off on those types of things. And so uh, it's, it's an uphill battle. And so I definitely respect, you know, uh, platforms like yourselves, like minds.com that, that are actively looking at this situation and using their platform to try and maybe come across some sort of analysis that might help us move forward in a, in a a better way, in a more respectful way for everybody to interact online, not just the people who we, who, you know, 100% agree with
0: us. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be a long haul. But we're not, we're not going anywhere. So, you know, we're, uh, you know, not just looking for, for short-term fixes. And, um, you know, I think, honestly, most of the Internet sort of agrees with this. A lot of this uh, recent amplification of censorship is, it, it feels very, like, socially and politically Motivated, it, it's yeah. it's like a herd mentality. Mm-hmm. I don't think that most people agree this should be happening. But you know, if you know you see a press release that some a super offensive person got banned from Facebook, you know, a normal person's not going to go out of the way to be like, oh, I'm going to go stand up for that super offensive person. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean that they want it to happen. It's it's because right. it, that's the the hardest part about this is that normal people who, you know, care about freedom are forced into a position of having to defend people with horrible views. Right. Which sucks because, you know, those people are jerks. But, you know, someone has to stand up for them because the line keeps getting pushed closer to what is normal. So, you know, things Mm -hmm. that were, you know, not... The, the the line for what becomes offensive keeps getting um, pushed.
1: Yes, right. It, it's getting narrower and narrower. Well, it's getting larger. I uh, will we'll say more than that. It's getting larger and larger. Like, you know, the, the people can be offended by something and it becomes this massive thing that they want something. Somebody needs to do something about it. I'm offended. Right. How dare mm-hmm. you offend me? Now I need, I need, there needs to be a law for this, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think that we've, yeah, we've definitely gotten to a point where, um, you know, our, our, our delicate nature is coming about. And I think the Internet has kind of pushed that a little bit more than it should. Um, I think that, you know, maybe we don't have as tough a skin as maybe we used to as a, as a species because of social media and because of the interactions that we have on the Internet now.
0: Yeah, I mean, things are getting surfaced much more easily. I mean, it wasn't everything is so immediate now. Mm hmm. And, you know, super controversial people can get so much more attention yes. uh, so much more quickly. So we have this magnifying glass, even if it's a small percentage of the population that's engaged in these extreme views, you know, once the magnifying glass goes on them, it's in right in your face. Yeah. So it's basically in the same room as you. And, you know, it's, it, it is, it deserves attention, but it doesn't deserve the type of um, treatment that, that we're giving it. We need to be looking at, at this type of stuff as, you know, especially when like terrorists, um, racists, that, that's more, seems like mental illness mm-hmm. as opposed to something that, you know, just deserves to be stricken from the conversation. It's like, you know, rather than putting in the, someone in the hospital, you like, you know, th- you know, just drop them off in a helicopter in you know, Antarctica. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's, it just seems like the wrong strategy, but, you know, I think we're getting there. The conversation is changing and th- it, things are, things are coming to a point where no one trusts Facebook or Twitter, or Google anymore. It's, mm-hmm. it's, people want something new and that's why, you know, we're growing and this whole, this whole movement is growing. Crypto is growing. Um, it's, it's all part of the same organism.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree. I, I look at cryptocurrency as a whole as kind of the uh, antithesis to, you know, this whole centralized, uh, non-private, um, you know, uh, non uh, like like. Value value strict middleman kind of society where value is taken from you constantly for for the things you're trying to do and cryptocurrency kind of sits on this on this uh, on the sidelines you know kind of uh, always pushing the 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 um you know pushing the, the the ball forward and forward on a lot of these issues in general and I think that we as an ecosystem as a whole you know we're starting to see. Um, it making more and more inroads, you know, in major uh, platforms and major um, companies and major you know paradigm shifts that that we want to see. but it's still a very slow growing thing, you know but when you compare it though, ten years, I mean, this whole cryptocurrency ecosystem has 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 blossomed in ten just ten years time. And so yeah. that's actually, a, I feel like it's a, it's a fairly people like, oh, yeah, but, you know, and they talk about how hard Bitcoin or the things are to use and cryptos are, you know, you know, there's a lot of people who are still very skeptical about it or don't know anything about it at all. But it has a lot of the similarities to like the Internet when it was kind of first coming to fruition. You know, most people, early adopters like me and you were using it probably in the early 90s, but most people weren't really starting to use the Internet until the late 90s or 2000s and, like my grandma, she just barely got a smartphone, like you know, a couple of uh, years ago, and so you see, you know, and yeah. so I think that we're 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 seeing a quicker adoption rate for something like this, but it's still not at the point where everybody understands the benefits of what it's going to give you over a lot of these other major platforms like Google, like Facebook, um, like uh, some of these other larger um, conglomerates that are that we use on a daily basis, you know, and and freely give up a lot of this stuff.
0: Yeah, it's a really good point that it's you know. Cryptocurrency has only really been around for 10 years. I mean, um, uh, in development activity, is at like an all-time high. Mm-hmm. You know, most people think about crypto as money, but oh, yeah. it's really a decentralized database and, you know, with a variety of use cases. It's oh, an yeah. infrastructure. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a new infrastructure for, for the internet and for applications. And, you know, it's not like well, c- central servers aren't going to just disappear they're still yeah. going to be involved right you know but you you create decentralized systems with servers <laughs> yeah so um i agree and i think in another 10 years it's going to be totally pervasive and it's like the appeal of having transparent trustless systems that can facilitate payments on networks on social apps i mean you know every app is basically becoming social right so you know then why wouldn't every app have crypto threaded in as well
1: yeah i i think they will i mean we're like i said you were already kind of seeing that that's going to be facebook's play here is that they're going to be pushing their you know fb coin project lever whatever you want to call it and it's going to be essentially in-app payments using a, a cryptocurrency and and we've already seen that that it's not a new concept and we've seen that many times over there's tons of projects out there that are already doing this they just don't have the market share that uh, companies like Facebook and Google or Microsoft or IBM all have. And so whenever they kind of start to dip their toes in, you know, I think it's a good thing, but also not a good thing. I'd rather see, you know, new solutions come out versus the old guard still, you know, you know, saying, all right, well, what can we do to change this? And we've got to get a piece of this now. And, And so that's why i'm always very adamant and that's why i do what i do you know uh, trying to help with adoption trying to get more information out there for people to learn about these types of things and what's going on in the ecosystem so they know that there are options like minds.com where they can go they're not going to have to worry about censorship they're not going to have to worry about you know having being banned on the platform or kicked off because of their views as long as it's within you know the the bounds of the of the actual laws of the of, of where we live and uh, I think that that's actually a really big, you know, thing for a lot of people, and some people just. But then, you know, but that's not the majority, unfortunately. And I think that we're we. That's where we really have to start is by educating people on why this is important, because that's what I always feel like the hurdle is when I try and talk to people about about cryptocurrencies in general and privacy is that they just don't really understand a lot of these things and how they work. You know, my, my mom, here's a great example. My mom's like, oh, yeah, we, you know, uh, we got this great, this Google Home uh, in our bedroom. And she's like, that's great. All I got to do is just, you know, it's, I, I just ask it things and it tells me all the stuff. I'm like, oh, that's cool. But you know, it's spying on you. She goes, what do you mean? No, it only listens when I'm talking to it. And I go, well, how do you think it knows when you're, talk? you're talking? Yeah. <laughs> when you're talking, it has to be listening all the time. So everything going on in the background is being recorded and aggregated in data yeah. so they can just market to you more. And she was like, what? <laughs> So yeah, it's, that's, it's just it's you know I, I, I think how it's just people are right yeah. right it, it, it just we're at a point right now where people don't understand how a lot of this stuff works and so it's hard for them to even grasp like greater. I mean, the concepts. same
0: is true for your phone. I mean, your phone is really not different from a Google Home. Yeah, it, it, it's it's not essentially the same thing. It's a different type of device, right? But it has the same software. So, yep. Um, I agree. I mean, I think that over time, though it's just gonna become more and more obvious and the rewards are gonna be better on the more open, community-oriented, mm-hmm. yes. privacy-focused options. And then, you know, for someone like your mom, if you give her two devices and one is like a voice-activated search engine, whatever, that is privacy-focused and one is Google, I mean, she'll make the right choice most people just don't even realize that there's that choice exactly. so that and and to be honest those choice the choice isn't a good enough choice yet because you know this movement doesn't have enough market uh, position right you know right. against right. the juggernaut yes. tech companies so but you know we're growing we'll and we're going to get there yeah
1: yeah, I think we're getting there. And, and you're right, I think that when people realize there are options, and that, you know, then they will hopefully make that choice when they're just even just the basic information about that other option. And I think that's really what uh, cryptocurrencies give. They give us another option. And that's why people, you know, like financially, they give us another option. And development-wise, they give us another option. and Incentivizing, we get another option. And, you know, yep. uh, ways to transact from peer to peer, we actually have another option now. And Uh, One that actually is more efficient and and can really be built upon in in a very interesting way that is forward thinking. I think when we talk about where we're kind of going with uh, this. I mean, the
0: fact that I I forgot that Facebook is their internal word is they call it Project Libre. Yeah. Libre. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That is ridiculous. I mean, dude, if they because Libre is specifically, you know, in tech terms talking about free software, free Libre. Software. So if they release the token and it's not free software and they call it that, honestly, there should be a stampede of protesters going (laughs) over there. It's just, that would be so embarrassing for them. I I feel like what might happen is maybe they, because Facebook does open source some tools like Mm -hmm. React, um, React Native, like they do sponsor some open source projects. So it's possible that they will do that. But still, people should be skeptical because it, you know yeah. Facebook doing. It, it's like you said; they're just they're trying to be the cool kid when they're not the cool kid.
1: Yeah, and they're their time is closing. They're, yeah. yeah, they're they're it, it, they're they're becoming MySpace, you know. And it just it, it, when you look at that kind of um, that transition that we've made uh, from you know MySpace being really the the first big large social media platform that everybody was on. It was this whole revolutionary thing, social media, you know. And mm-hmm. then uh, you know Facebook took it over because their ID was just slightly better and MySpace couldn't evolve. They didn't they didn't know where to go, what to do. And you know the the thing I'm I'm afraid about is that or I'm 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 kind of a little bit skeptical about is that Facebook will know what to do and how to move forward. I think I think Zuckerberg is smart and Next. understands that this happens to companies a lot that they just get timed out after a certain amount of time you you get too big you can't change and then the small guy ends up rolling steamrolling you because they they saw the future a little bit better than you did and and we've seen this time and time again in tech i mean it's happened in every tech cycle that we've seen here in the last 25 years so uh, that's something we definitely have to take in consideration and blockchain is already doing that to a lot of industries and i think Mm -hmm. that they see that it's about to happen to them too so maybe it's a last desperate life preserver like i don't know (laughs) you know so we'll I see. agree.
0: I think they're smarter than that, and they're too embedded in culture to, you know, have the same fate as MySpace. They're not going to let that happen to yeah. themselves. Not, it's not going to be nearly as easy. They're, Facebook and Google are not going to become MySpace. Right. It's not going to happen. They're, they, because they know the cards that they have to pull yes. um, in order to maintain the respect of their users. But mm-hmm. the problem is they know that, like, for instance, if they stop spying on everyone they know that their revenue is going to tank that it's a it's a direct correlation of course so but you know you need that respect in order to have the users and the users are the basis of everything Mm -hmm. so you know those are gonna be the last cards that they pull Mm -hmm. um but you know hopefully by the time that they're pulling those cards we you know there will be some sort of equalizer where the alternative networks will sort of rise up to be, you know, that's when we hit that threshold of like being competitive with them. And that's when they're going to be making the decision. Okay. Do we, do we free the software now? You know, do we encrypt everything? Um, and it's, uh, but it's just, it's, it's so for the wrong reasons, you know, they're doing it only because they have to not because they want to.
1: Mm -hmm yeah exactly it's it's solely because they they have a bottom line that they need to meet and they need to increase their revenues for their stockholders or their or their you know the people who have stake in their company and if they don't make these changes then they can't do that and it doesn't you're right it doesn't come from a desire to create better systems or a desire to um you know do you know move move us forward into the future of you know decentralized anything it comes down to they just want to make sure they can maintain profits and yep. so you're right. It comes from. I feel like it comes from that that kind of greedy need versus real desire to do something
0: amazing. And to be honest, the, if if any of them were really ahead of the game, which I'm sure their board members would disagree, but they need to make the first move. Yeah. they need to do it ahead of everybody else. Right. That's the only way they're going to get the respect. So, um, I hope they do it. And I hope they change, I hope they change their content policies and, and you know, because then they could be contributing to, you know, the positive evolution of the internet. Exactly.
1: Well, they're definitely behind Minds.com in my opinion right now with the, with the direction they're going. I think you guys have a lot of really great things uh, that you, you're already doing and it sounds like you have a lot more in store. Uh, before we get going here, can you tell us a little bit about maybe some future things that are coming to the Minds platform that you're excited about here maybe in the next year or so?
0: For sure, we our whole uh, roadmap is actually public. It's on GitLab.com/slash/mines. But we are going to be working a lot more video features, um, more incentives with the token, mm-hmm. um, bringing in multi-currency support um, for you know multiple tokens, and you know that's cool and maybe fiat. We used to have fiat. We took it out when we launched our token, but we we may bring it back just to provide more options. Mm -hmm. Um, but definitely multi multi multi-currency support is huge. Just helping people earn, helping users monetize, um, expanding boost so that you can earn more exposure so that channels can earn for serving, helping us serve boost similar to how YouTube serves ads, but ours wouldn't be spying on people. (laughs) Um, and we're actually rolling out a jury system for content soon mm. so that it's not us behind the scenes making you know, decisions about what is and what is, what is not okay. The jury will basically be voting on, on appeals initially um, where, and they will be enforcing our policy so in the policy is just like we mentioned, you know, it's lawful in the U S and as long as it's not like inciting violence or just like maliciously spamming the site or like abusing the actual right. tech, right. you know, th- those things aren't like necessarily law, but I mean, I'm sorry if you're injecting malware or like hacking or spamming, like that is going to not be okay to <laughs> yeah. do. Yeah, right. you're <laughs> um, but in any case, the, the reason we're trying to decentralize the, the moderation process, you know, rather than having, this, you know, hidden team doing it. It's just, it's on the open for the public to be participating in yeah
1: yeah i love that and and then it's incentivized too so the public uh, participates they you know have some sort of incentive or they have to get to some sort of rank where they can they can apply to be part of this you know council and then they get incentivized to do so and i think that's amazing because if you've ever tried to like deal with any of these major companies uh you know customer service departments it's 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 you can't it's horrible the experience Mm -hmm. is like one of the worst i've ever had when it comes to customer service if you have any problem you're pretty much just screwed that's simple
0: yeah. Oh well, yeah. No, if you're, you know, your page gets banned like I had, a, there's a bunch of pages on mines who all had, you know, multi-million fans on Facebook and <laughs> they just got banned and there was no nothing to nation, do. Yeah. No nothing, one to talk to. Yeah. No, no one to talk about to. It. Yeah. No humans. Um, which is really amazing how they, how they get away with that, especially <laughs> Google and Facebook. They've sort of, you know, they've gotten away with having no customer support. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah so I, I love that you're bringing that feature i think that's really interesting and uh, makes a lot of sense here once again you know kind of going against what just do the opposite <laughs> you know and it, it's working great so keep up what you guys are doing at mines um definitely you guys if you have not checked out Minds.com, go register for a profile on there you can add me at crypto stash uh, i'm actually you know this has inspired me to even be more active on mines uh I, like i said i haven't been as active this year uh, but I want to start reposting all my stuff back there again, and and being more active in the community as much as I possibly can, um, because I, I I do support what you guys are doing, and and I really love the the kind of concepts that you're you're coming here and uh, what you guys have in store for the future. So thanks for ha- uh, for being awesome. Here yeah, with
0: let's me. let's stay in touch. Let's uh, let's do another one after we have some updates for you, and uh, I'll make sure to connect with you on there. I'm minds.com/slash ottman. Anyone wants to perfect.
1: Come. Make sure you add Bill. Make sure you add me, and go check out minds.com. And that's all we have for today, folks. Until next time. Stash that crypto, friends.